this week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Makeup. Lies. We don't support Jeffree Star. Girl, she girl. That's witchcraft. That's not makeup. <laughs> oh, okay. That's not even like, good witchcraft. Know. At that, that's that's horrible. <laughs> dollar store, uh, find it on the block. White witchcraft. We don't know. That's we don't not support Kylie Jenner cosmetics. Do, do Kylie Jenner support Kylie Jenner cosmetics? Because that's not cosmetics. That's plastic surgery. That's not cosmetics. Anyway, this week's episode is brought to you by makeup. Uh, when Tina called Beyonce back to ask her to put on makeup for this TikTok performance, I was absolutely here for it. I fell out. One, it's Beyonce. Who the fuck asked Beyonce to put makeup on? This is one of the most beautiful women in the fucking world. And sisters, <laughs> her daughter, sister, mama, no, <laughs> not that voice, sweetie. Do you know that what this voice did? This voice made you a billionaire at birth. You better, sh- you better. Sh- I love you and stuff, but you. Sh- I'm making a video for my mama. Huh. Uh, so y'all should just be happy that. Uh, Beyonce even answered the email to do this. <laughs> That's one because do you know how many emails and requests of people wanting Beyonce's time, energy, space, anything? And so she did it. And then Tina was like, "Okay, that was nice. That was cute. But I'm gonna need you to like put on like a full beat to help Get promote some good my- lighting. <laughs> it's the gala girl. Okay, call me back." <laughs> It's the gala girl. Uh, number two, she actually did it <laughs> because okay. her mama told her to do it. And so I, I think that there's really only that person. I don't think that Jay-Z could tell her to put on makeup and she would do it. I think that Tina is the only person that has the power to say, Beyonce, listen, sweetheart, my love, um, I appreciate the effort that you did for that 30 seconds, but I'm going to need you to do that again, but with makeup. Put a little lip liner, a little lipstick, a little lash. A foundation, a contour. Come on. Like something like... Line the lips. Can you not not look like you just got out of the bed for me? Uh, And so it was giving me that, and that was... I mean, that's what brought this week's episode of here for a podcast this week i mean it's brought to you by that because gave me life my name is ronald matters follow me on the internet at ronald matters and of course ronaldmatters.com i am the superman t-h-e-e-s-u-p-a-m-a-n aka manager of d valley like what i did there BKA, a retired jacked user. Neither one of those does anything for me. But so back to Beyonce. So what is Beyonce doing? Why is Beyonce, you know, Beyonce love a good hoodie and a damn um, sweatpants. So is this more of this um, rehearsing for tour? Is she rehearsing for a video? What is Beyonce doing? She's up to something. Because, you know, she used to broadcast from the patio balcony. 
from her master bedroom. So, well, they said um, she's supposed to be at the UN. Well, doing something oh, yeah. on uh, Friday, I believe. So, For world, what world day is it? World something day. Uh, well, hopefully, United whatever Nations, she so does, she going before Trump. So, oh my gosh, she on the same program. Cancel. I like me. I'm, uh-uh, I'm not on a program. Mm-mm. You got to you got to cancel some negative shit out sometimes. So I'm the pre-show to 45. No, shawty. Mm-hmm. When AKA 47 get off, it's called me back. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to Here For A Podcast this week. We appreciate all of your love and support. Uh, if you would like to see this podcast, this gay black ass podcast continue, please get over to our Patreon right now. The link will be in the description. Uh, we have uh, new content sometimes. And um, when you get that content, you will like it. That's all I can say about that. But but if you would like to be a part of our giveaway, we have a giveaway at the end of this month. You will have to go over to our Patreon and for at least $1 a month, you can support this black gay podcast and be a part of our giveaway and you will receive free things in your mailbox. And we also have an announcement. Um, of the last week of whatever this month is, child. February, what month this is? June, at this rate. I just said a calendar alert, and then I just do this. I'm like, okay, go to work. The alarm go off. Okay, go to work. The alarm go off. Take a bath. Okay, the alarm go off. Feed yourself. Uh, this rate, child. Well, you didn't set no alarm to, to put clothes on, so. <laughs> Judge me all you want, sweetie. I'm going to see. I'm already doing that. Touch me all Judge you want. Me. Yeah. Our icebreaker this week. How <laughs> <laughs> long we be going at this? Our icebreaker this week is: Who would you like to see in the next verses? We have seen so many artists, and I'm starting to think like they're gonna have to change it up and do like something completely. Different. Why are we both scorching? Is it scorching? Scorching up. We both squeezing our faces real tight. Oh, okay. Because um, I was squeezing my face up real tight. And I was like, I wonder if he's thinking the same thing. But we are. So good. Yes. But you already have an answer because it's your ice record that you wrote. So um, I will say, I will say when I heard the um, Mariah Carey versus Tony Braxton versus, I was like, wow. There's no absolutely no comparison there. But I would like to see those two legends on stage together, like playing around, because that's all they could be doing, possibly. <laughs> no, no, I don't think that's fair to Tony. Because uh, um, I think Tony has more mainstream success with her earlier records. And Mariah Carey will probably be like, oh, well, this is Trek 7 off Charm Bracelet. And I'll be like, I don't know what Trek 7 off Charm Bracelet is, <laughs> but cool. I'm glad her eyes like it. Mm-mm. No, I, and I love, if anyone has been listening to all a million of these episodes, y'all know that I love and stand Tony Braxton. Uh, she's in my top two, and I won't say which one is well, top two. We up with um, <laughs> That's why I said I ain't gonna say. She's my top two, but I don't want to see her get washed by Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey would wash Tony Braxton. The amount in the catalog 
No, that is it's not a match because Tony Braxton does R and B. Tony Braxton is R and B. Mariah Carey does pop, and so she has some R and B to her pop, but she does pop, and so that's why I would not want to see that. But okay, I'll go with that as an answer. I mean, I just was when I saw it, I was like, wow. I mean, there's no comparison, but mm, I love to see them both. But you know, Tony would be like the day of. She's like, oh, my loop is taking up. Bye, cancel. <laughs> Apple TV, send the check back. So rock. She'll cancel it. She'll cancel it during the live <laughs> because she's Tony the fucking Braxton. <laughs> and I stand. I still, I stand as well. But that's why I'm like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to see, I don't want to see that. I, I don't. What I want to see the only the one that made sense to me. If we um, are still keeping it black, because I think there's discussion out there for us to bring white people in and like. Nope. <laughs> Teen Vogue still be in the comments. Chipotle still be in the comments. They they there. It's enough of them. They social media girls is clocked in. There's enough of them. I'm just saying. The people oh. are saying. <laughs> The people are saying. Like, anyway, why is Teen Vogue in the damn Gladys Knight and Patty LaBelle? Sweetie, do you know how many generations ago this was? <laughs> why is no, Teen nobody, Vogue in the comments? Nobody who reads Teen Vogue knows who Gladys <laughs> Knight is. No shade. Well, shade. Shade? <laughs> <laughs> but back to your point. <laughs> who I would recommend, who I think, Eric Bidane and Tamia. Mmm, a versus? Yes, a versus because at the end of their verses, they can bring us back together with the songs that they've sung together. And oh. then obviously their biggest hit, Spend My Life With You. Oh. Um, and then their other, uh, if you don't know it, song, Queen and Souls for Our Soul yet, but I guess, uh, have to go through it. Amazing song. Amazing song. And but they literally, song? they have, huh? Uh, have to go through is that a Tamiya song or Eric Benet song? Have to go through it is a Tamiya song. Okay, and uh, featuring Eric Benet, I think. But but anyway, in any 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 course, at the end of the verses, they can say they can sing their songs together that they have together, but they also are in the same demographic of. 90s R&B they have about the same amount of hits it's a, a fair versus instead of you know like a one-sided versus like what what is this this person doing all of the hits and then this other person is just present and they playing their music and nobody knows what the fuck they singing what so that's my idea my last idea for a versus because it just to me it makes sense like they sing the same type of music same level of artist arguably well uh, what if it was a shantae more versus tamia and then eric bonnet came and they both brought out a male person that they what else with, with i don't and, i don't i don't see no shantae more catalog i see uh shantae's got a man and then that's it Okay. <laughs> what else? There's no Shantae's. Oh, I don't know. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to think of ideas. Put things. Write it down. See what happens. Sure, I don't know. Well, you throwing shit against the wall and it ain't sticking. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm. 
<laughs> We're gonna get the shit that ain't sticking. <laughs> um, where is my affirmation? This week's affirmation um, is: if you or someone you know is contemplating suicide, tell them or yourself to back up. Give me fifty feet. The issues of today are always the issues of tomorrow. So don't take tomorrow away for the issues of today. I'm going to say that one more again because maybe that was missed. The issues of today aren't always the issues of tomorrow. So don't take tomorrow away for the issues of today. Also, still keep... They'll keep the um, the lifeline number handy in case you or someone you love has run out of resources. And the lifeline number, obviously, is suicide prevention. Um, number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. I say that because... Uh, today has been a dark day. This week has been a dark week. I feel like shit. It's been weeks and weeks of dark weeks. Like when the fuck was the last light week? I don't remember. But um, this one has been particularly dark, and I wanted to make sure that uh, I said that because um, some people can be very lost in the darkness and. When you get lost in the darkness, you need a lifeline. You need um, someone to throw you a lifeline to bring you out of the darkness. I definitely say it all the time, Chell. I'm saying it out loud and telling you, but Chell, I'm trying to convince myself. <laughs> Chell, we going to make it through this. I'm like, Superman, we going to make it through this. Chell, I'm telling you, I'm trying to convince myself. Amen. Chell. Well, that's, that's the way I deal with it, but yeah. I mean. Everybody's way of dealing and coping is different, but definitely if you need someone to talk to, um, feel free to message me anywhere you can find me on the internet. I didn't say call. You can message me. Um, I'm usually awake, um, and I'll message you back if I'm available for chat. You know, I am not the same way. Um, I mean, I was you married, <laughs> you got babies and things going on over there. Uh, but, well, even if I did not. I would still not be available uh, like that. Uh, you could send me a message and I will get back to you in um, maybe 72 hours, depending on the message that you sent. I'll say that. Um, last week, we talked about bisexual booty. Uh, and thank God we don't have to talk about bisexual booty again this week. There was no more bisexual booty happenings. In this past week, it's still bisexual booty out there, though. Oh, oh, <laughs> they make a mainstream media. We, we ain't went nowhere. Bisexual booty is here to stay. Bisexual Y'all can be mad about it. Bisexual booty is here to stay. Uh, this week, y'all turned on um, homosexual dick. I showed it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, know you, I know you did. I, let me and get there. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna let me get there. I don't y'all know turned, y'all turned to, on homosexual dick. So y'all, 
Say so I was mad. Y'all was mad about the bisexuals last week. About bisexual booty was out here. And now this this week y'all mad at homosexual dick. That y'all been watching. That we been watching on Twitter. Mm-hmm. For years. What's his name? Yardy Style. Oh, the campaign continues. Uh, so it's been a campaign. Now. It ain't just been no one. Uh huh. Is this the one that made that boy booty hole look kind of crazy the other week? Well, he's. I'm. I'm sure he's done that before as well. And then now they're trying to prove that, that he's famous a and not he not famously did it was Fat Rabbit Killer that we. Oh, it's about. not the same person. Oh no, I thought that was just his username. I thought his username was. Okay, I don't know. I don't want. I don't know. I, I'm a saint. <laughs> I don't know. No, Fat Rabbit Killer is the one that um, has mangled the girl's yeah, yeah, yeah. vagina. And um, Yardy Style is the one that has been doing um, porn longer. And I guess maybe he's mangled a couple girls' booty holes, mm-hmm. I guess. But it's not as popular as Fat Rabbit Killer. But okay. we've been watching Yardy Style porn for a long time. He's been very... Twitter and my Vista popular. Does he, is he the one with dreads or does Fat Rabbit Killer have the dreads? Both of them have dread. Well, one has dreads and one has plaits. Okay, because I'd be, like, I'd be but, so confused when I watch the video. I'd be, I don't know. <laughs> well, what happened this week was his face was revealed. So typically Yari style does not reveal his face in his porn. You like you only mm-hmm. see his body and dick and who he's fucking and blah, blah, blah. And the girls released pictures. Well, an alleged photo of a alleged. bush queen. Well, and then he no, and then he released a picture of himself after he was like, "Oh no, 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 that is me. I'm, I, I am girl. the bush queen. Where y'all I am a cover girl. <laughs> That's why I said y'all turned on homosexual dick this week." <laughs> Because that's why all these uh, photos were like, well, since we're d- revealing ourselves, I said, so who is, why are we all revealing ourselves? I was on my third shift Twitter. And then everybody was like, well, since we're revealing ourselves, here's a friendly reminder. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't know why. And then like five or six more posts later, it'll be like, well, since we're revealing ourselves, here's what I look like. And I was like, oh, okay. So who you say this name is? Yardy Style? Yardy Style, yes. He definitely started a third shift Twitter movement. Because I, I didn't know what that was about. I had no clue. <laughs> Making waves. So I applaud my sis because she is now the face of soft tops, a.k.a. blouses, b.k.a. <laughs> brassiers. And y'all couldn't take it. She, uh, and I say she because I don't know her pronouns. Um, you say they when you don't know the person's pronouns. Mm-hmm. But you also just uh, said he was a top top. So I mean, are the pro- I don't know. Don't get me fired. So what? Well, that's the point. That was the point of the case. Was they were mad because you know he's been doing all this strict top like fucking girls down. Got to be down to record. Oh, they they get on my nerves. Well, I, keep something for yourself. Who are you fucking talking about? You got to be down to record. You got to. You telling your business anyway. Um, I have a podcast, <laughs> and you telling your business on your podcast. Uh, anyway, he's been doing hyper masculine, quote unquote, top things mm-hmm. people would perceive as 
quote unquote top things. And then they finally see like full pictures of him. And he looked like he got a full GS7 job and he wear polo shirts to work. Like he's one of they scheduled this meeting for four, and I gotta be traffic. He's serving brunch boot <laughs> fish, <laughs> and the, the girls are mad because he's serving brunch boot fish, but they thought he was trade. And so, because they thought he was trade, and then they finally got the confirmation that he was <laughs> someone that might wear brunch boot. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he stayed on the Zara.com he, website at work, he wears brunch boots. They're like. Oh no, the fantasy has been taken away. Uh, the top that I was wanting my whole life. This is the problem with hypermasculinity. This is the problem with heteronormativity. When you think all of those things are important to sex, to relationship, and you find out of that course. they're not. I mean, there's like, it's not, uh, there's nothing you could actually do with this person. I mean, unless you lived in Atlanta, right? He lives in Atlanta. Or somewhere, I, I, it was giving me Georgia vibes. He travels the world, fucking girls. So it don't. Okay, even he put in his off days. He like, I don't know if this these days approved or not, but I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> well, shout out to hashtag fantasy by Mariah Carey because it was a sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the fantasy, yeah, the fantasy has ended for uh, Yari Style. I don't know if he lost followers or gained followers behind this, but. Uh, is further exposing the gay community's vanity that unfortunately we believe that oh well if he ain't really masculine and he ain't the top that I think he is then he not meanwhile he fucking y'all in brunch boots Mm, okay. So um, I'm over here trying to make sure that the other person that I follow, because if not, I'm gonna um do a request for me. Um shout out to um secluded summer on Third Shift Twitter. Let me see if he was one of the people to get did one of these face pictures. Secluded Summer be having some cute boys. I don't know. Secluded Summer is secluded? I think secluded summer is more bottomish. Or maybe he's verse. But I want to see what's going on. What? This for me. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you. Um. Okay. All right. I'm gonna let you have that. Um. Moving along. Um. The new movie trailer for a new movie that is coming out allegedly because girl movies coming out in 2020. Who knows? Um. The movie is called Supernova. Um. And it stars uh, two white cishet men playing gay roles. Mm-hmm. So, mm. what's the plot? The plot is. Oh, I, I, I'm, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because you're about on. to start judging before you. Tell no, no, the plot. no, no, no. I'm not. No, I'm okay. not. No, I'm not. Actually, hold on. Let me. If you let me get there. Let me get there. Okay. I was going to drag this movie. Because the two cishet white men playing the two gay characters in the movie have played gay characters multiple times. Mm-hmm. And I when I like, say multiple, like famously multiple like, times. Are y'all sure they Stanley, straight? Stanley Tucci has played <laughs> more gay people than the RuPaul. Hunk, 
The Hunger Games wouldn't be exist to me without Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci <laughs> has played so many fucking gay characters. Meanwhile, is eating pussy every day. I don't. And it's fine if you were bisexual. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But he is a whole cis heterosexual man. Why do you keep gravitating to these gay? Anyway, that was the okay. I, so I said I was gonna drag this movie, but I'm not gonna. That's drag why it. I said you were gonna critique before you gave the plot. <clears throat> but that was a little bit of a, <laughs> a, a, a taint, not even just a taint. That was a taint of the drag because I was I'm just angry. But when I fully saw the trailer for this movie, again the movie is called Supernova. You can um, pull it up on YouTube. Um, we don't know when the fuck we're going to see it or if it's going to come to Netflix or Amazon or whatever. But when you see the trailer to the movie, um, you will see why my feelings changed from dragging to I'm interested. I want to see it. Um, the overarching theme of the movie is about um, Alzheimer's and growing old with someone uh, uh, loving you unconditionally and through whatever health issues, whatever issues you you have going on. <clears throat> and that's what did it for me, for the movie. Uh, at the very beginning, like I said, I wanted to drag this movie because I was like, again, Flav, again, the same fucking wound. <laughs> the same wound. Colin Firth is the same. The other actor playing opposite Stanley Tucci, he's also played gay characters as well. Who the fuck is casting these straight men in gay roles and not finding gay people to play these roles? But the reason that I'm willing to give this movie a chance is it looks compelling. It looks like they actually found the right people to play the part, regardless of their sexual orientation. So you dread uh, casting, but then you give casting a thumbs up. <laughs> you yes. are so confused. You are so confused, sweetheart. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I hate the word sweetheart. Oh, I hate I just said that. Oh, I just want to fight myself. If you want to piss me off, call me sweetheart. Ooh. Sweet. Anyway. <laughs> so, weedy. Um... But, but yeah. the movie, movie studios, y'all can do better by putting actual gay people in these roles to get a chance at all the damn awards that Stanley Tucci and Colin Firth have gotten and mm-hmm. have been nominated for. Like, if you, they, these two actors have won and been nominated for all the Emmys. Congrats all to the them. Oscars. Congrats. And given all the money because they've been nominated and won these awards. Mm-hmm. And instead, we should be giving the opportunity to other gay actors to play these roles that they know exactly how it goes, what the role is of being in a gay relationship and um, being in a gay marriage, being... Um, in a relationship and you know that you're married they know that you're married but the country does not recognize your marriage uh in a relationship with a same gender loving partner that is declining in health 
those are real stories mm-hmm. that real people sued the damn Supreme Court for. Yes, can accurately tell. And um, I'm pretty sure Stanley Tucci and Colin Firth don't know those stories. Are they good and or great actors? Yes. Am I still interested in seeing the movie? Yes. But I think that movie studios need to do better. We can do better and represent um, the demographic that we're putting on screen with the actual people that live these stories and live these lives. Sidebar, shout out to Laverne Cox for being on the um, Emmy stage this week. She's like, what other bitch y'all know been nominated all these goddamn times and I ain't fucking won? And then they end up censoring something Laverne Cox had said. So definitely, um, we are still eager for there to be trans winners in a lot of these major categories because we are still waiting for a lot of their stories to be told, especially down in Florida being uh, where the trans man was murdered by the police with having mental health issues. So, I mean, trans people have mental health issues as well. And so there's stories to be told there. But if casting continues to sit around like, ooh, Emmy nominated, ooh, two-time Oscar winner. And I mean, girl, <sighs> like Denzel Washington said in a serious XM radio interview, it ain't about color, it's the culture. Mm-hmm. Because you gotta be black to know what the fuck a damn hair press burning on the stove smell, smell like. like. And feel like <laughs> on the back of your neck. And, and so I don't you, even know. I don't even know what it feel like on the back of my neck. But I had a sister, and I watched my sister get her kitchen burned up. So I still if so you want to get burned. As a witness, I was like, okay, well, I'm a witness to this. Other people, are you even a witness to the things that you're acting out on television, on movie screens? You're not even a witness to these things. So if you're not a witness, how can you appropriately portray what? really goes on in gay marriage. Mm-hmm. It ain't about color. It's culture. Okay? And and it's cute if you read a book and you derived from that book what it might have felt like to that couple of um, gay people that were together for decades and one of the partners was in decline for mm-hmm. Alzheimer's and you... You know, you you emoted and said, "Okay, well, I think that's what it will feel like." It's different if you know if you are gay in a loving relationship and and can't even imagine if your if your lover left here, child, slowly, gradually, in front of your face, because that's that's what the story of of the trailer is Mm -hmm. saying is the partner is. has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, knowingly uh, has Alzheimer's, seeing his decline and does not want his partner or his family members around him to look at him differently or experience him differently because of the disease that he can't change. 
So the production company said that they had um, distributors in a lot of different countries, but no one has picked it up in the U.S. yet. So um, A24 is the same production company who gave us Moonlight and won Best Picture. Um, if, if they're gunning for the awards and all this other crap with the Emmy nominations and wins and Oscar things, um, maybe A24 could pick it up. Um, maybe oh. Netflix could pick I don't think it would get Awards Someone's gonna pick it up in the next thirty days. Someone's gonna pick it up in the next thirty days because it's award bait, and um, they want those awards to come back to their studio. Um, And and I'm not I'm not mad at that. I think that it should still be seen. I think that that story should still be told. I just wish that it was done better. We can do better. We don't need to go back to Stanley Tucci and Colin Firth for gay represent roles when we have whole gay actors out here without work well i think we've drugged that topic in the mother points we're made. we have <laughs> <laughs> the next one um unfortunately i am begrudgingly reading uh this individual because not billy porter again you love reading billy porter is it billy porter no he looks cute in his white pair suit, like he was going to the uh, auntie versus. Mm-hmm. Bill Maher. Oh <gasps> no, we love Bill Maher. We both love Bill Maher. We both used to. Yes. Did I watch the episode? I think I watched it. Well, no, you didn't. If you don't know what I'm about to say. Okay, I need to listen here for a podcast. <laughs> So, um, Bill Maher, host of Real Time on HBO, um, had a recent episode where he covered the new rules that the Oscars have put out. Oh, I did see that. Oh, I wasn't mad. I I thought the point was valid. Okay, well, tell me why. Uh, But I'm going to let you tell Tell the story first. I got to let you tell the story first. Tell the story. Okay. Well, he was trying to cover the point of um, the Oscars have went too far by putting out these rules for diversity and inclusion in um, movies that are nominated um, for awards. Best picture. In, In an effort to make the Oscars less white, make the Oscars mm-hmm. less straight make the Oscars less immigrant hateful. All of those things. They've put out a whole like a fucking encyclopedia book of rules that they have. You gotta have like one of the lead characters or the supporting cast has got to be black or Latino. 30% of like the camera operators and all the girls in the background. 30% of those people have to be of other nationalities. And so, so I was like, sweetie, even as Bill Maher was saying them, I was like, look now, if me and Tonya down on the south side that came together and created a masterpiece, it's a fucking masterpiece, shawty. And we deserve to be on the same uh, damn award stage as Caleb and his homie in, who made it in their garage. I don't disagree with that, but but the point that the the rules were put out for was because literally of the same thing that happened with the last story that we were talking about with supernova. If those rules were in place, 
Supernova will look different. A whole bunch of movies. A whole bunch of movies that were made last year would look a lot different if the Oscars did not put out these rules because people would be like, oh, well, I won't be in an Oscar contention if I don't diversify this and make this like representational. Is that the word? Was that the word? Representative. There we go. That's Uh the word. If I don't make this representative of the community, the world, if I don't make this representative of those things, I may not get nominated for an Oscar. So I'm going to make my movie differently. So that was the point that the Oscars was making when they put out these rules. Bill Maher read it and was saying, oh my God, this is too much. This is too radical. How dare you? Oh my God, the progressives are trying to change the way that movies are made and change the way that creatives can create. No. You can create your whole white-ass movie, your whole heterosexual movie. It can be... uh, it can ignore racism. It can ignore and do all of those things. No one's telling you you can't make no racist, white, non-progressive movie. But what the Oscars is saying, you can't get nominated for no fucking Oscar when you make that it kind of movie It won't be best anymore. picture. It won't be it's nominated not. for best picture. And I think that's a step forward. Because how many... Gone with the Wind was a best picture winning Oscar winning movie and it has now been revealed and we already knew most people already knew how racist Gone with the Wind was and so many other movies that have won Oscars but the the Oscars is trying to make a step in the right direction and some liberal progressives quote unquote liberal progressives like Bill Maher are trying to tell the Oscars, wait, no, don't take away our white things. We want to still white sometimes. And I say, fuck you. And I like Bill Maher most of the time. But a lot of things that he's been saying recently sound very white protectionist, white Republican, and I don't get it. So what did you have to say? Well, I'll just say, don't give up on him yet. I mean, I do agree. I feel that I agree with him. It was like it was like eight, nine different bullet points. I'll give it to us at one time. It was a lot to look at at one time. It did sound like a lot when he was saying it. And so I, I see his point of view, but I don't think that there's a reason to cancel him no, just yet. I don't think there's a reason wrong. just yet. I'd be like, it was a lot. That whole new rules segment was a lot regarding his comments on the Oscars. But the Oscars gave him a lot to have a lot of comments about. So, and he got a weekly show. So here we are. Uh, we do the same thing. And so do I. <laughs> and well, so here we are. With our and, weekly it, show. Well, and my show is on SoundCloud and his show is on HBO. So there's that. But <laughs> that don't make it any less valid that he can be wrong. Because you can still be wrong on uh, HBO. Valid. Um, last but not least, obviously, uh, execute Ed Buck. Why uh, Ed Buck is still why? Why would he do? We execute all the white men today. 
I would like you to uh, tune into here for a podcast. Uh, Need to listen to here for the last years. probably the last twenty two episodes. Two years. I like years. Two um, years, I think. Well, I haven't been dragging him for two years, but I've been dragging him for a while. Oh, your baby, eighteen months. Your baby, not two years. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. Yeah, because when you count the months, then that's <laughs> when you know when he need to be potty trained. Ooh, girl, the when he got to get off the titty. The C it. Airbug needs to be the C it. Yeah. So execute Airbug. Get him the fuck out of here. Um, if you are unlearned of the topic that we're talking about, please review the last twenty episodes of Here for a Podcast, where we uh, tell you why he needs to no longer be here. Um, also, last but not least, uh, Demon Pussy is real. Huh? Demon pussy <laughs> is real. Okay, all right. Okay, start from the beginning. How did we get here? What Lovecraft Country? Why was it after? You messed watch up your Love... own categories. <laughs> no, no. If you watched the last episode of Lovecraft Lovecraft uh-huh. Country, then you will know why I said Demon Pussy is real. Demon Pussy happened in the last episode. Your memory is bad. That's okay. No, I'm like, cause I, I hope you're not finna spoil it, cause it I'm not, I'm not, I'm, that's all, that was the that was the oh, last okay. that I was gonna make. I'm, like, Please I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yield and and let you uh, give us a song. The song for my soul this week is by Division, DVSN, signed to OVO Records. Their album came out um in March, back when we was child. The, the world was, oh my gosh, the world was a mess back in March. But their album still ended up um, being number twenty three on the U.S. Billboard album charts. So they y'all was listening to Look Taste. Y'all just like I gotta put this and you know put this this album up because I can't do nothing with it right now. But um, this song definitely deserves to be on your Get That Dick playlist. Um, it's called Between Us, featuring Snow Allegra, S N O H. A L A E G R A. Um, and the song has the spirit of like that, like back in high school, we y'all would have the talent show and like the male dance group would do a song, and then the principal would like come out in the middle of the pre Ricky performance and stop it because the principal would be like, uh uh-uh, uh, we don't do none of this simulating sex on the stage now. This is school, it's the educational platform. And it definitely made me want to uh simulate sexual. Um, orientation, well, my sexual orientation. Hmm. <laughs> I listen to the song. So, hmm. um, it's just about uh, oh, the song samples Usher's Nice and Slow. You know, all the new songs got a sample. So, it samples Usher's Nice and Slow, and it features an honest conversation between a couple making sure that they keep everything open, including open. your vaginal open. cavity. Okay, keep the visual cavity open for me now. So Division, DVSN, and their song, Between Us. It's a song for my soul this week. I just be like, oh, I wish I could get on Tinder Plus and do something with something. But I'm going to um, exude my sexual orientation right here by myself. Mm. What does that include? <laughs> hey, mind your business. That's for me. Okay. Well, you, you do have a new chakra Mind your business. That's for me. <laughs> okay. All right. 
Um, <clears throat> the song for my soul is uh, uh, less nasty. Uh, it is a love song. It is uh, about one of my previous baby followers. Uh, and it goes, before I met you, he says girl, but I'm going to say boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just be realistic here. Before I met you, boy, <laughs> I never knew my heart could dance. Yeah, listen, I was just a broken record on a one night stand. Until you came along with a beautiful soul, you saved my, you saved me, you saved me, you saved me. And now the funny thing about it, there's no melody without it. I found music when I found you. So hear me when I say, I want you, baby. I want you, baby. You. Song is by Luke James, the Wolf. Luke James, if you are un- unfamiliar, uh, it's an amazing song. Uh, he fully displays his vocal abilities on the song. Indeed. Uh, he has many, 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 many great songs. If you are unfamiliar with Luke James. And if you are unfamiliar with uh, how fine he is, uh, get over to Instagram, uh, Google Pictures, Google Images, whatever you, I mean. Mm. Mm. So is it about the song or is it about his body? Tell the truth. <coughs> it's a combination for me. <laughs> it's, the com- <laughs> it's a combination for me. It's serving combo. <laughs> in the words of he so southeast it's serving combo so uh i want you my luke james what are you here for i'm going to start with this and i'm using my fingers and superman can see me because we're on the video remember when we opened our show that week with the black woman where the police had came in her house because she had left the door open <laughs> and she said yes i talk loud they were like, man, it sounded like somebody was in here fighting. <laughs> she, said, she said, what the fuck? Is this going where I think it's about to go? <laughs> it's going southeast, okay? Um, All right. Yeah. So, in memory of that lady, because she held her ground. She stood her ground or whatever the, the thing called. So, um, down to the Wisconsin. I wish, I wish that we had the link to that so people would understand because I know that people will hear what you're saying and not know what video you're talking about. I know exactly what video <laughs> you're talking about because uh, she is her, I am me, we are the same. Uh, I can be loud in my fucking residence where I pay rent and my patio door open, but that don't mean don't give a fuck. And if you walk your police ass in here, minimum get cussed out maximum you get fucked up and we'll get to that here in 20 seconds here we go so keontae furge oh lord i'm gonna spell this wrong um was um practicing the restraint of a saint come on 
down to the Wisconsin Milwaukee when police entered the house he was staying at without knocking on the door because it was open. <laughs> so he was, uh, according to when all the things came to the light, Lord, you know, everything happened in darkness. Some white bitch called 911. Well, I think it was a Hispanic lady. She sounded like she was rolling her R's. No shade, not judging. She sounded like she was rolling her R's on the... Um... If you would like to cancel here for a podcast, <laughs> please get over to our Patreon. Uh, our, our link will be in the description. Fairforwardhive.com. It's the whole website, sweetheart. We're about to say some shit. Go ahead. So, um, so when it all came to the light, there was a person who had called 911 because a black man was sitting on the porch. So by the time now when one had got there, he had left the porch door open. He had left the door, the front door of the house open, but he was in the back talking on the phone. He's like, oh, this is a white suburban neighborhood. I can leave the door open. <laughs> so police opened the screen door. Op- both of them pointed their guns. Hey, this is the police. Come out here now. Well, sweetie, I'm in my home, and as you can tell, I'm back here talking on the phone, so I'm a threat to nobody. Why do you have your guns raised? What the fuck is going on? He walked out. He's like, "Hey, it's it's me." <laughs> he was like, he was just so like, "What? What? Put it's your me, hands behind Valentina." <laughs> like, Put your hands behind your back. He's like, "So what am I? You don't live here." The neighbor said that the lady that lives here died, and so and so so, sweetie. Well, you know, as the world turns in 2020, <laughs> what what happened in two, three days ago ain't even the same thing. CDC guidelines changed that fast. Okay? So you don't know what happened with some le- who live here and who to signed over the lease or who to hit me up on Craigslist and now I'm rooming here. You don't know nothing. So why am I under arrest? Oh, I'm trying to read the... I'm trying to okay. So it turns out that the black man, I assume, he said his coach is letting him stay there. So I assume it's football because we're, you know, we're they were. He looks like he plays football. Okay. Um, it says um, the football coach let him stay in the house because his family, the coach's family member, had recently passed, and he was being nice to a couple players on the team. It was June 2020. Girls was unemployed. Unemployment rate was 24 million people unemployed. The girls just want to play a little football, wait for school to come back, wait for football season to come back. It ain't really the police business. So um, it turns out the coach was letting us on. And Keontae said, oh, it's because two big black guys staying here for two months. And so the police need to basically ignore future phone calls about niggers sitting on the porch and then so the police officer asked him so do do one of y'all got a car because we want to tell people in the neighborhood what kind of car gonna be sitting in the driveway and he was like torrent torrents terrence so somebody he said drives a black ford focus and he was like okay well we'll let the neighbors know what kind of cars will be pulling up in the yard <laughs> as if that fucking matters are we are we calling the police? Oh well, ma'am, it's a 2020 Maxima over here, and I know that these white bitches must be doing scams if they got a 2020 Maxima. Oh wow, she's got. It don't matter if a motherfucking boat pull up in the goddamn yard. It ain't your motherfucking business, bitch. Am I harming anyone? Am I doing anything to anybody? And why the police got to t- I got to register my Ford Focus with the police and with these white bitches next door and across the street because these white bitches scared of a Ford Focus. You know what you send your kids to school in? A motherfucking Ford Focus. And then so if a, you ain't, you ain't, 
four focuses being around here ain't abnormal. Why? Because this black Ford Focus got tinted windows and rims. That make this black Ford Focus different because we two big black niggas standing in a... Uh, mm, I, I'm just going to get myself canceled. Um, <coughs> we over here standing in a former white person's house. Now, all of a sudden, we're illegal aliens. <sighs> but what was the craziest thing for me was that the police, during the damn pandemic, you know, you can always insert during the fucking pandemic, came in this man's house and were not wearing masks. Now that for me, sweetie, I'm not putting my hands behind my back. You need to stay six. Where's your mask? You're in my house and don't have a mask on. Back up. Get out. One, get out of my house. Why are you in my house? Because I left the fucking screen port door open. Get out of my house. Why are you in here? <laughs> but then, the way that they immediately just walked in, we the police, put your hands behind your back. You under arrest and you don't live here and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Sweetie, you don't know where I pay my deposits and you don't know who I made agreements with. The bitch, and it wasn't under the bitch next door or across the street fucking business. So, um, Keontae Furge is suing the police for the, the way that they approached him because they thought they was coming to him as a woman, but they came to him like some bitches, and they gonna motherfucking pay for it. Wisconsin it's, a pay. Different, it's a difference between a woman and a bitch. <laughs> it's a difference. And he also suing them for some no-knock bullshit. This is the no-knock bullshit, and handcuffing him for no fucking reason. They didn't even come in and ask questions. Okay, well, sir, um, you know, we've done a full investigation, so you gotta go down to the, you know, we gotta tell you to ask. They walked in and said, hey, put your hands behind your back. You don't live here. da 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 Sweetie, you arrested me without probable cause. I didn't hear nobody say, read the Miranda rights. You are under arrest for this, this, this. You have a right to an attorney. And if you can't afford one, one will be assigned to you, so-and-so, so-and-so. I didn't hear. And so if you arrest somebody without reading them their Miranda rights, you wrong. Because the Miranda rights law says, when you put my hands You're supposed to read them. (laughs) You're supposed to read them. You're supposed to tell me my options, girl. Because you're taking all my other free ones away from me. So what options do I have left? You are you are forced to tell me. So um, Keontae Furch bankrupt Wisconsin some more. Uh, Milwaukee as a state is just going through it. Well, Milwaukee's a city. Wisconsin's the state. Cool story, bro. All of them. Because if they spent more money in education... They wouldn't have to be spending so much money in these fucking lawsuits due to this that damn police brutality and bullshit. Unfortunately, it's not just Wisconsin, uh, as we have saw today, that uh, Kentucky is similar in, unfortunately, many ways. Um, I'm going to say it here publicly, if I am in the same situation, uh, Y'all know that I gave a pre-warning. Like, <laughs> if you walk into my house, I don't police a cat, a raccoon, a mouse. The Amazon if I did not man. invite you in here, if I did not invite you in here, please don't give me hype. <laughs> my fave, my fave said on uh, uh, the remix with uh on the Savage remix. And I think she meant something different, but what the the way that I took it is, hmm, yeah, that's for me <laughs> in a different way. Like, please don't give me hype. Because I can get hype. I try to not get hype. 
I don't want to fight no more because I'm in my thirties and you know, like my bones don't heal that fast. No more. It's not cute to do that no more. It's not cute to shoot bitches anymore. It's not cute to cut people. Um, but I can. So please don't get me hyped. I I I used to like that kind of shit. To be honest, <laughs> really, yeah, to be honest, I used to like that. You won't be the first person that I shot, and you won't be the first person that I cut. So please do not think you can walk into my door with the fuck shit. And I'm just gonna say that for my household, for historical purposes, in case, because in case something has happens in the future. Y'all come back to this episode and be like, what? Mm, Superman did say, please don't get him hype. He had on gray sweatpants and a white t-shirt sitting on the porch. I and see- then had to get up off the porch and went in the back of the house and was talking on the phone. Sweetie, if I'm robbing the place, am I robbing them in damn Nike slips, Nike slides, and the fucking damn Hanes gray sweatpants? And I, I sat on the porch for 30 minutes? I sleep naked. I'm, neg- I'm going to be in less than that. So... Please don't get me hype because I don't have a problem getting hype naked. First off, I get my most hype when I'm naked. That's another story for another day. But uh, the issue is they would not do this in someone else's neighborhood to someone else that did not look like them, to someone else that did not look like me. If this was someone that looked like Mitt Romney, oh no, they're not walking in Mitt Romney's house. But the alleged assailant was black. That's that's the point that I'm making. Mm, uh huh. Uh huh. If this was going on in Mitt Romney's neighborhood, oh no, they they would leave a note at the door. Ain't nobody gonna just no knock and walk in. To Mitt Romney's house? Who else? What, 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 Senator Rand Paul, who don't think the virus is real. <laughs> I was... If I had more hair, I would have pulled it out when he was talking to Dr. Fauci this morning, but I'm not going there. I'm and, going to, and Dr. Fauci was like, I know y'all got rules, but I need to address this because he's been saying this in these streets for months. Dr. Fauci was so pissed with Senator Rand Paul. He's like, no, I need a little more time for this bitch. Dr. Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci wanted to see him in the parking lot. And I was okay with that because I was like, you might win. You might win. But I, you know, you're a treasure. We want to protect you right now. Because you're comparing 330 million Americans to a place with damn 10 million people, girl. And you're trying to flip it about a country who had also enacted the damn five, six things that we tell y'all. And so they enacted it. And so, yes, their numbers are lower. But I keep coming down here to the White House briefing. I go down to this. I go to do the Teen Vogue interview. Because, you know, they Teen Vogue want to be everywhere now. So I go do the Teen Vogue interview. And y'all don't follow the fucking rules. So, no, you can't compare us to bitches that follow the rules and bitches that don't follow the fucking rules. And I need a little bit more time <laughs> for this bitch. Don't compare where you don't compete. I'm on. You don't compete where you don't compare, or something like that. One of the ways no, you you don't compare where you don't compete. Um, so I'm gonna start my here for it with <laughs> uh, 
Because, girl, <laughs> off the rails. Uh, and that's why I can't believe they didn't even knock. They didn't knock on the screen porch door. Nothing. They just opened it and walked in and pulled their guns out. Did the police come out? And he was like, y'all, it's me. What's up? <laughs> what are y'all? What is going on? Can we, can y'all talk to me like a no, human being? We know what's going on. We know exactly what's going Pay on. Pay up. Y'all want to know where to send the wire deposits? Bitch, I can get the number for the wire. So I don't even think that's enough because as we have seen yeah, this past with the week. Uh, 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 let, let me. Let me. <laughs> Raise your fucking marriage. As we have seen this past week, uh, this is the beginning of my here for it. Uh, I'm going to try to not make this a whole nother episode. Let's go on it. Let's go Uh, the state of Kentucky believed that they could pay Breonna Taylor's family $12 million and that would be okay. And so I say that to tie in to what you were just saying about um, paying for abuse. Mm. So even though that young man was wronged and probably should be compensated for the emotional distress that he received, that's not enough. And so in Kentucky, we saw that uh, they thought that $12 million was the price tag for Breonna Taylor's life. Breonna Taylor was about to be engaged. Breonna Taylor was a daughter, was a sister, uh, was a niece. She was many things to many people, and she will not be any of those things ever again. And the price tag for that is not twelve million dollars. The price tag for that is justice, change, and reform. And Kentucky said, "You know what? We're not doing that. We would rather protect these three white men." from being in court and or going to jail then face up to what actually happened to this black woman and the black man because that's the other point we're not even talking about no one even talks about the boyfriend like he's just a a, patel attendant because allegedly he shot an officer in a patel attendant so he's being charged with shooting you didn't knock on my door and tell me that you announced yourself so of course i shot your motherfucking ass (laughs) <laughs> and that's why I'm adjoining this story to the last story that you're talking about because they're similar. They're the same. They're they're the same story. You don't have a right to be in my house if you are a police officer, if you are a fucking, if you are a mouse, a raccoon, uh, a mosquito, if I did not invite you into this home You don't have a right to be in this home where I pay the rent, where I clean, where I cook, where I live. I did not invite you in here. And I don't know if any True Blood fans are out there. Come on. If you don't invite a fucking vampire in your house, that bitch can't come in. Rescind your invitation. And when I rescind your invitation, (laughs) you got to get the fuck out. It's just for a bitch that never had one in the first place. If if by rescinding my invitation, it, it comes in gunfire and shooting your ass to get you to fuck out of my goddamn house, 
I'm not in the wrong. I'm not in the wrong. And so Kentucky's attorney general today said, no, the police officers had rights to be in, the, in, in their home, even though they did not, even though they were in the wrong home. And the person they were looking for was already in custody. Y- you were in the <laughs> wrong place and you weren't even finding the right person, but you have rights. You have rights. The police officers, you have rights in this person's home that you ain't got no business in. And then when they shoot at you, now they're the criminal. I'm absolutely not here for it. Um, Breonna Taylor deserved more. We knew that. We knew what the outcome really was going to be. It's just depressing and sad to see it continue to come to fruition the way that it it did because it didn't have to. We could have, if Kentucky really wanted to see progress and wanted to move things forward, charge these motherfuckers. Let them go to trial. Let's argue it out in court. Cool. But nothing, not a goddamn thing. The, The one police officer that was charged, he was charged with endangering the lives of people that were in the other apartment, uh, the other apartments, see, because uh, he was shooting so goddamn much, he was doing too much. He didn't, he didn't even know how to shoot his goddamn weapon right. So that is the one charge that came today. He he was charged with endangering the lives of other people, not even shooting the person that he did shoot and kill. That's what he was charged with. So I'm absolutely not here for it. Kentucky. Um, I pray for y'all. If y'all burn Louisville down, girl, let it go. Let it the fuck go. Um, In other lighter, possibly lighter news. Um, Like I was talking about with the Supernova movie earlier, uh, this news I thought was profound. Um, because it involves two gay partners. Uh, I don't believe that they're married. Um, Brown, one of them, well, his name is Timothy Ray Brown, uh, faces death. Um, and his partner has been by his side the whole time. Um, Timothy Bra- Timothy Ray Brown um, has been diagnosed uh, as a cancer patient and a man living with HIV, um, and he's had HIV complications since 2008. Um, but his partner has been by his side the whole time. Um, <clears throat> And it is reported that he has been functionally cured of his HIV. Uh, And he's attributing that to his partner being by his side um, through these last 12 years. Mm -hmm, These mm -hmm. last 12 years uh, being by his side. Uh, He says, I was charmed immediately by his personality 
Uh, he is just the sweetest man. Um, and he says loving things about his partner as well. So his partner was by his side the whole time that he's been in the hospital, out the hospital with this cancer, without this cancer, and obviously with this HIV diagnosis. But um, he has been functional Berlin, Germany. Okay. Because they never are in America, and that makes me sad. That was what I was asking. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Um, but he's been in and out of the hospital um, with different cancers and HIV complications, and he's attributing his functional, functionally cured status of HIV to his partner. So um, I'm absolutely here for that. I wanted to be here for something because I knew I was going to be negatively here for yeah, get that bone marrow because we got to see what's going on. How's he functionally cured? How can we replicate this? Come on, y'all. Cure by 2030. <laughs> well, it's only 2020. We got another 10 years. So cure by 2030. So, Well, we got a whole bunch of shit to get over in 2020, unfortunately. <laughs> we get that don't mean girls sleep. That don't mean we sleep. Child, we probably ain't getting no sleep. You ain't gonna get no sleep. <laughs> like Jada Jackson said. What did homegirls from uh, Bad Girls say? <laughs> if I ain't getting no sleep, y'all ain't getting no sleep. <laughs> um, what so you reaching that is... for? You reaching for your penis? No. I don't the girls want to see that. Jesus. You know, this, but you're also married. You know, the girls love married men, myself included. So you okay, well, that's gonna be my third my third here for it then. Let's move to that then. Here we go. So yeah, here we go. Drag me. Uh, not you this oh. time. Um uh thirsty gays. Me. Thirsty gays, uh one. It's a pandemic going on outside. I don't know if uh, any of y'all read the news, watch the news, know anything. Uh, it's a pandemic going on. And so we're not hooking up like regularly if there was not a pandemic. Uh, number two, even if I was hooking up regularly, I'm married and um, I have to consult with my husband if I wanted to even hook up with y'all. And I don't most of the time. It's like, uh, no. Even if I wasn't married, I wouldn't hook up with you. But I'm <laughs> getting requests. And I'm like, you see, like, my last four or five posts on the internet are of me in wedded bliss getting married. Why did you think that I would want your thirsty-ass pussy in my inbox? I don't. I don't. He don't. Stop. Get your ass back. Back up, you thirsty-ass bitch. Yes, she does. Um, and even if it was not a pandemic, uh... You are not that kind of girl. <laughs> you're you're not. You're not. You're not the and... kind of girl we go for. I mean, there's an aesthetic here. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> a quality. That, that's what it is. That's the word that's, that I'm looking for. There's a quality that I'm looking for. Even if I was looking for a, 
something to you know extracurricular i mean like or, yeah if i wanted a you know a little appetizer before my meal because my meal is my husband if i wanted an appetizer before my meal you would not be that appetizer back up uh so thirsty gays have got to go y'all have got to go y'all have got to realize that there's a pandemic going on right now you have uh got to invest in some vaseline take care of yourself and stay the fuck at home and away from people and out of married people's inboxes and that's pointed and that's on purpose that's my last hair for it Justice for you, because you're going through it over there this week. As you take a sip, sweetie, we finna do the last call. You took oh, a sip yeah. of the drink, and they better do a sip of the tequila. Don't get me lit. Um, shout out to um Noble from Twitter. Uh, this is his Instagram handle, Noble from Twitter, who recommended the Jose Cuervo Tradicional. So this week I'm doing an extra big uh, one point five. Is this the milliliter? One point five liter. Don't 1. do math. Don't do math. Okay, math. I was like, ooh, it Stick exhausted me to do what you were talking about from two thousand eight to twenty twenty. I was like, is that twelve years? I don't know. I'm gonna say yes and hope that it, the math right. Mm. The math ain't mathing. Mm. But yeah, so Jose Corbo tradition. It's not clicking. It's not, it's not clicking. It's not clicking up here. It's not clicking. So what are you drinking today? Um, regular. <laughs> Jose Cuervo Silver. Okay, very mid. <laughs> yeah. For my weed, for my weed smokers out there, mid, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm drinking. Mid. Sativa. Okay. Um. So if you are at work, um, do your little morning burst of coffee. If you're working from home, light the blood. <laughs> um. What is Trina doing right now? <laughs> her radio show. Is she doing it by herself? Um, and then I was listening to another podcast that said that she has an OnlyFans. And then it turns out that on the OnlyFans, she only answered her fans' questions that, that pay her money. So she'll do a video response if you ask her. So she's doing a cameo. She okay. could have did a Patreon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Work ain't honest, but it's cheap, apparently. Okay. Um, so, yes. Uh, please pour yourselves a shot if you are uh, of legal drinking age and not currently at work. It is time for our last call. Oh, shit. Let me pull up my notes. My last call is to the movie Antebellum. Ah! I wanted to see this from the very first trailer and um i was very intrigued the whole time before seeing the movie uh and then the movie came out directly to video because movie theaters are closed because pandemic i don't know you know a lot of y'all niggas don't believe that pandemic is still going on but whatevs um but it came out and I saw a lot of mixed reviews and I was concerned. I was like, oh shit, mm, do I want to pay, you know, this $20 on the cable bill for the antebellum? Because 
It, that, no, it, that's the entertainment. Yeah, that's a movie night. Flights. You even took no flights. That's a movie night. That's a date night. Shit. If I pay twenty dollars at the um damn uh, Verizon, that's the same damn thing as paying the twenty dollars at the AMC. It's a movie night anyway. Come on. Uh, so I was a little scared of if I would enjoy this movie antebellum because other people were not enjoying it um but i am here to report that antebellum was good it is it going to be good to uh some of you niggas that liked um what was that tyler perry movie oh my gosh you starting out with the bar real now yeah yeah that's the point that i'm making um, where where um, Taraji P. Henson Oh, um, on it was one word. Oh my gosh. Damn. Acrimony. It, I would say antagony so, or something. I don't know. What's the words? Who I knows? Know, I don't know what that word is, but okay. <laughs> um, so the people that like acrimony and uh-huh. the Tyler Perry productions, you're not going to like this because this movie like included thought Um and you won't like this, but for other people that like can appreciate a movie and like stay with it and be like, oh, okay, I see the journey that they're making and the twist that they're going for, you will really like Antebellum. It is in the same vein as Lovecraft Country, and I was absolutely here for it. Um, I didn't think that I was going to like it as much as I did. Do I think that it was a perfect movie? No. No. There things, yeah, there were things that I was like, oh, y'all don't have to do that. But okay. But what the movie was trying to say and what the movie did say directly to me was what the girls that are saying, make America great again, that's exactly what they want. It's exactly what they want. So, uh, I won't spoil the movie, uh, but if you have not seen Antebellum and you got a little bit of time and you got a little extra coin, watch Antebellum. It is great. It is my last call this week. And Janelle Monet did an amazing job as well. Um, my last call this week goes to Twitter user underscore C-O-R-E-Y-K-N-O-T-T. Corey Knott is um, a director from Memphis. Um, y'all know him from Chill. He he dances and twirls, and he will give you a majorette spin in any club. And he's six foot eight and weigh three pounds. So y'all know him from um, the Memphis Elite um, twirling team. Um, they, but he's they on a um, yeah the dancing dolls with online. yeah weren't they on the dancing dolls okay. yeah. And so he has his own production company called HDProductionsNetwork.tv. And so season two of his series, Pieces, premieres October the 10th with guest star Noah's Ark um, person, what's his name? Rodney Chester, who was Alex on Noah's Ark. So shout out to Corey Knott for starting his own production company, flying out to L.A. and saying, I'm going to go to L.A. and do some big things with my company. And so getting a Noah's Ark um, star as his guest star, that's going to be really big. And Pieces premieres um, October the 10th. 
make sure I'm, Saturday, October the 10th on HD Productions Network.tv. So shout out to Memphis. Shout out to Memphis Talent. You know, snatching wigs. Um, I'm absolutely wearing wigs. <laughs> As as required or as necessary, as needed. Bitch, what I want to. Shit. It's a wig. It's mine. <laughs> so that's my last call this week. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Here for a Podcast. Make sure you guys are tuned into our giveaway. You have got to go to hereforithive.com and support the show. And someone who supports the show will become I think two did we say two people? Two people. I think you're you doing too much. I don't know what the details are. Just a giveaway. Just a giveaway. Bam. Girls are going to win things. We're giving things away. Um, and make sure you um, stay tuned to hereforitlive.com. It's a website. When it, will it be? Who knows? <laughs> um, what no, else? No, no, okay. Hereforitshop.com. You can do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can go to hereforshop.com. There might actually be something for you there. Mm-hmm. Um, get our merch. And my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And FYI, Kentucky, um, y'all are charging this man for shooting, endangering other people because he shot through other apartments. A piece of drywall at the Home Depot is $13. So y'all saying because he shot in three different apartments. Um, he's <laughs> somebody's life is worth $33. What Kentucky, what are y'all saying right now? That is the dumbest shit I ever heard. Please don't get me hyped. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm, I've tried to calm down. From I don't the, know, but Kentucky, then you, then you drag me back again, Flay. So, again, the same, the same wound. wound, the same wound. But, so, y'all paid $12 million to Brianna's family, but then y'all want to charge him for messing up. $30 worth of sheetrock? I'm confused. Why? Because the sheetrock was painted blue? Oh, Blue Lives Matter. Oh, okay. Tell, tell me more about this. Anyway, follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and, of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, uh, a.k.a. the nigga with Accurate, ac- accurate aim. <laughs> accurate aim. I, 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 again, I'll say that publicly. Uh, please don't give me hype. I got accurate aim. And I mean that in more than one way. Please take all your medications. The revolution will be televised. We'll see y'all soon. <laughs>